Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Laszlo Tomaszczyfi, who is publishing a new book, Dracula's Death. Laszlo, welcome to the podcast. Sure. Well, if someone hasn't yet heard about the book Dracula's Death, can you explain for the listeners what the book is about? Absolutely. It's about the last Hungarian silent film from the 1920s. It has a place in horror history as being the first movie to ever feature the character of Dracula. It was made one year before the famous Nosferatu movie. And unfortunately, like Nosferatu, Dracula's death is lost. So maybe we have a prose novelization, a couple of steel images to go by. But this book is basically sort of a historical recap of the story of the making and the release of this movie. And also it contains an English translation of the original novelization, which I guess uh, let me just say, to make more sense, if anyone feels that this movie wasn't an adaptation of Bram Stoker's novel, it was an original story written and directed by a Hungarian filmmaker, and just sort of inserted the character of Dracula in it. It's, it's really neat, and uh, it's a real uh, curiosity. So how did you first hear about the the movie, the silent movie, Dracula's Death, and how did you get interested in this book project? Yes. Originally, I heard about it from a Hungarian writer friend of mine, maybe a decade ago. Uh, it was almost just like a rumor of this forgotten movie, well, like, Inshul uh, survived in a Hungary's National Archives, but it wasn't online, it wasn't readily available. But it definitely piqued my interest, and I always want to go back to it, and it uh, sort of became my pandemic project for 2020. I just like many of us, I had a lot of time on my hands, <laughs> and I decided this was a perfect time to actually digging into it, and I requested a copy from the archives, and I did some research, and I translated it. So it's a sort of slurpled from there. So you did the translation yourself? Yes. And I did well, an editor help me, but sure. I did the translation. Sure. Um, and... I'm assuming that you also researched the film. What did you find out about it, if anything? Uh, quite a lot. Uh, first of all, because of its place in horror history, there has been some really good research on it already. But what I wanted to do was to give it some historical context. I wanted to frame it from Hungary's film industry's point of view, so we sort of understand better why the movie wasn't seen by audiences and why it didn't catch on like some of the other horror-type movies from that era. And you and said, go go ahead, go ahead. No, please go ahead. 
I, I was just going to say, and you said that there are no existing copies of the movie, right? That is correct. The, the film itself is lost. Which uh, one of the sad things I discovered through my research, and it's really a common occurrence. You know, you just the fact that we know about this movie is a miracle on its own. Uh, in Hungary, only about 7% of silent films survived. And in the globally, the, this ratio is not that much better. We really, when sound was introduced to movies, we failed to understand the historical value in silent films. And once they lost their monetary value, uh, most of them were just disposed. Wow. Unfortunately. That's tragic. What did, what did you discover about the people who originally made the film, if anything? Yes. Uh, interesting things. The movie was in the Hungarian-Austrian co-production. And then even just the context of it, like it wasn't quite because just a few years before, Hungary was part of the Austrian-Hungarian Empire during World War I. So it, it just sort of by default became this international production. And uh, the filmmakers unfortunately made this movie in a really particular time. During World War I, Hungary's uh, film production was actually on par with the rest of the world. It was really high-value, really thriving. And the political changes, it just, right as the filmmakers made this movie, the, the distribution side of the business just completely tanked. So they couldn't sell the movie for two years after they made it, which makes it interesting because it was made one year before Nosferatu, Looking at the first Dracula movie, but it was only released the year after. So there's a caveat. <laughs> we have to really talk about uh, it being the first movie because we're the first one to be seen by audiences, but the first one to be made. Sure. And can you remind us what year it was that, it, that they made the movie? Oh, yes. Uh, it was already 1921. 1921. And it was finally released in 1923. And I'm curious, uh, do you know who originally wrote the prose novel that of the movie that you got from the archive? Um, no, which is uh, <laughs> rather interesting. In fact, we do know who wrote the movie itself. Uh, it's mostly well in his time. He's a really prolific filmmaker. And we do know that the novelization followed his movie fairly closely and it was presumably based on his screenplay but another thing I discovered you know, in my research is that it was really common for these popular books to come out without proper credits right uh, in America like if you look at the history of these 10 cent quote-unquote story magazines and real that were published and were often just 
barely credited with the publishers with him. <laughs> so there's not a lot to go by. We do who edited the series of these throughout shows. And that is the closest we get to any sort of authorship. Right. And and how did you do all of this research? Because it seems like, you know, I mean, the movie doesn't exist. Um, what 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 was kind of your research process behind finding out all this this info? Yes. Well, luckily, quite a lot of magazines reported on this movie as it was being made and also as it was finally released. And these magazines were also archived in Hungary's National Archives. So I was able to look at those and some of them even featured images from the movie so we didn't know what the actor in Dracula looked like. We have a little bit of a, an understanding of some of the sets. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And the other thing I did, I was able to reach out to the real experts who spent years understanding silent films and archiving them. And one of the greenest discoveries I made was that people who are experts at things love to talk about their field. And everybody was really happy and helpful to guide me and make sure that I, I was on point or right. that research was sound. I'm so sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I want, I want to hear what you're saying. Yeah. Another thing that really helped me was that uh, technology really uh, caught up to my needs in the sense that, especially during the pandemic, a lot of smaller libraries in Hungary were also digitizing their back catalog. You know, was, I, I live in the United States, I live in Chicago right now. And just from my living room, I was able to go through hundreds of pages of old Hungarian magazines from the 1920s, just searching for anything. And I was actually able to find some letter before still information like the original release date and how it was unread at the time. Nevertheless, thanks to technology, I, I didn't have to physically go to these libraries to go through boxes and boxes of old magazines. So sure. it was incredible. 
That's that's amazing. Well, well, can you tell us a little bit more about the book? It includes the translation of the novelization of the film, as we've discussed. Do you also write about all of your research of the movie that we're discussing? Yes. So the book is, I certainly wanted to make a book that encapsulates everything there is to know about this particular film. So if you are curious about it, and this is your one-stop book to pick up, uh, I am coming from a comics background. I was able to work with an incredible Hungarian comic book artist, uh, Josef Schlapp, who illustrated the novelization. Uh, sort of comes to life. It's really, his artwork is absolutely stunning. It's really elegant. It fits the story perfectly. And I wanted to put the novelization on the forefront. I didn't want this to become a non-fiction book. I wanted to present this story as something you can read uh, for your enjoyment. So it's not just an academic. Dracula's death is really intriguing and uh, it's a time capsule, but it's really a fun thing to discover. It's really uh, a unique little novelty from the early days of horror cinema. And the second half of the book contains my essay, which is titled The Devil Flew Away, in that not only includes everything I could find on the subject, I actually translated every article published in its time about Dracula's death. So you can go through, as you learn about the history of making of the movie, you can see how the movie magazines at the time talked about it. Uh, you can see as it was published. One of the interesting things is that almost every single reviewer of the movie spoiled the ending. And it's apparently it was common and acceptable at the time. <laughs> but uh, to my mother and I, it was really jarring that really the twist ending was highlighted in almost every single review. And these reviews are actually the reason why we, because they're so spoil heavy, was how we can tell that the novelization is faithful to the movie that audience has actually got to see. Right. So, given the the notoriety of Nosferatu, why do you think more people don't know about the movie Dracula's death? Is it because the film didn't survive, or was it because it ended up coming out after Nosferatu? I think both are probably uh, part of the reason. Uh, the fact that we cannot see the movie is definitely contributing. But there are plenty of lost silent films that people know about and talk about. And Wandering After Midnight is probably the most famous lost movie in history. And it was beloved. <laughs> and I think the problem is that Dracula's death didn't really find its audience even when it was released. Right. It just, it wasn't seen. 
it was, well, it came out at the time where Hungary was flooded with news from all over the world. And it honestly just got lost. Right. Uh, things were changing. And it, it, it was just a flop. It didn't actually have any impact on the whole genre. One of the things that made Nosferatu be such an important part of the Dracula mythos is that it actually contributed to the mythos. The notion that vampires burn in the direct sunlight didn't exist in Bram Stoker's novel. It was an invention of Nosferatu because they had to find like a really good visual model to end the movie on. And Dracula's death had a lot of great inventions uh, that could have become part of the Dracula legend, but didn't. Uh, for example, Dracula turns into an owl, which I thought makes perfect sense. It kind of has the devilish ears, and it's a nocturnal predator. But it didn't catch on, so that's why vampires didn't turn into owls today. <laughs> didn't make it. Sure. Well, have you decided on what you're going to work on next? Uh, yes, we're actually working on uh, another historical lost vampire novel that we are going to bring back. I know it quite, I don't know, we'll spoil it, but sure. it's okay. I'm not 100% sure when and how we can do this, but there was a really, really interesting last vampire novel that we're hoping to illustrate and bring back to publication. That's great. Well, where can people find more information about purchasing Dracula's death? Yeah, so uh, this book was published through my small press, um, which is called Strangers from Nowhere. And you can find the book at strangersfromnowhere.com. It's also available on Amazon. Uh, But if you want to get it directly from us, that's wonderful. (laughs) That's great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Laszlo Tomashefi about the silent film Dracula's Death and his new book of the same name. The book is on sale now, as he just explained, so go buy a copy. And Laszlo, thanks for doing this interview. Thank you for having me on. Great. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.